Hey everybody, Pastor Scott here with the Sunday Sermon Epilogue. We're excited about reviewing each Sunday's messages and thinking a little bit further about them, going a little more deeply into some of the principles that were taught on the Sunday message. Uh, This morning we're in Ezra chapter 7, and we've particularly focused on Ezra chapter 7, verse 10, where it says, for Ezra had set his heart on the, to study the law of the Lord and to do it and to teach its statutes and laws in, uh, in Israel. And I'm joined today by some folks that were part of a video that we played in our Sunday service. Uh, Jeanette Clayton, uh, from my left to right, Jeanette Clayton, Randy Miller, Tanya Southwood, and Kevin Wills, all of whom are involved in teaching ministries at East White Oak Bible Church. And we just want to talk about this, Isra- uh, this idea of study, do, and teach in relation to our vital signs of rooted in Scripture, growing in Christ, and making disciples. I kind of want to ask the group a question if I can at the moment. Uh, Did you ever come to a place where you said, there it is, I am now qualified to teach? Any of you ever experienced that? No. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely not. And I think that it's really true, isn't it, that uh, when we're asked to teach, our first inclination is to say, who, me? That was Moses' thought when God called him. And you'll see that a lot of times in the Bible where people are going, who am I? You know, Isaiah, who am I? You know, uh, send somebody else, have somebody else. Somebody else is better at this than me. And yet in our video, we had you guys and a couple others describe the value of being able to not just study and do the word of God, but then to teach it. I want to talk for a moment about the humility that happens when we teach God's Word. And feel free, any of you, to join in here. How is it that teaching humbles you? Randy? Well, I think to to answer your first question a little bit as well, whenever we get to feeling good about ourselves, or at least I do, then I sit under somebody's teaching and I realize, wow, you know, that's, I have no idea Mm. where we're at and there's Mm. somebody way over my head. (laughs) And, it, you know, it used to bother me a little bit, uh, like maybe humbled, I guess, when mm-hmm. you sat in a class and you get asked a question. That right. I have no idea, sir, what the answer to your question. I've gotten a lot mm-hmm. better at saying, you know, I'll look into that, or maybe right. we can both look into it this week. Yeah. Because, you know, we just don't know everything, obviously. And that's, and right. that's very humbling. Yeah, my father was a master teacher, but one of the ways in which he was good, and uh, those of you that teach know this, that you you don't have to know everything. In fact, the joy of self-discovery in the part of the group is sometimes the best blessing so that by not necessarily being the know-it-all, you're actually a better teacher. So Jeanette, you were going to mention something. Yeah, I just, in teaching children, there'd be times where it's, oh, Jonah and the whale. And you think, oh yeah, I have a little background on that. Mm -hmm. And then just you know, going over the scripture again and just always being amazed at what else God reveals. And I'm mm. like, oh, I hadn't thought about it. So right. when you maybe teach the same topic from year to year to year, just, again, it just is just amazing to see how God teaches us differently. Yes. What he has, lessons, you know. Mm-hmm. I think the depth of God's word is such that there's always the joy of fresh discovery, isn't there? Yeah, that's cool. Right, I would agree with that. I've uh, uh, teaching the same, I'll call it curriculum, year in, year out. I found that there's so much that 
I don't know that I didn't even know. Yeah, you know? that's <laughs> you know, right. Start, yeah. oh, I didn't even know I didn't know that. Yes. You know? And so you, 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 didn't right. we just teach this last year? Yeah, you did. But then you dig into it and, and God reveals a whole different um, just uh, you know, mindset to maybe one specific word in what you're teaching. Right. You know? That's right. So that's where it's very humbling. You think, oh, yeah, I already know this. Yeah. And then you're, you're humbled to, I didn't even realize I didn't realize mm. that. A related topic to humility is dependency. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to chat with you guys about is uh, how does teaching grow your dependency upon the Lord? Well, I think just to follow up to what we just shared, it's when you've experienced that time after time, you then approach, I feel like you approach the word a little bit differently and and just automatically like, Lord, what are you going to teach me today? Ah, you know, like, yes. because no matter what expectations maybe you have for a certain text or whatever right. Bible study that you're working yeah. on, just that, I don't know, I think it adds to the eagerness, the anticipation of yeah. God's going to build on what he's taught me before. Or, yeah. So it just makes it that's a That's a exciting. fresh thought to me, the dependency of anticipation, a dependency on the Lord in anticipation. He's going to teach me more. I like that. Yeah. I have found, especially when I've been teaching children, it's like Jeanette said, um, you are dependent upon God to help you to be clear and simple, but yet deep enough that they understand um, what God wants them to know for that day. Mm -hmm. So I pray every time before I prepare a lesson, after I prepare a lesson and before I teach it, mm. that God would put his words on my heart and in mm. my mind and then that they would come through me so that the children gets, get what it is that God wants them to know. Mm. Very good. Yeah. Just another thought. I don't know that I ever feel fully prepared. Right. At least certainly not on my own. That's right. So, you know, there's a lot of prayer going on between home and church. Yeah. That's Before right. we get here, yes. right, God feeling where I, yes. or better yet, over, overshadow what I think I'm going to talk about and you talk about what you want. So this dependency is actually a good thing because more than just the mechanics of Bible study, and there are some mechanics to it, right? It's also relational, saying, God, I'm out of my depth. I need you. I'm desperate for you. And teaching pushes us into that mode, which is a good place for all believers to be. Right, we're dependent on God to open the eyes and the hearts yep. and the minds of these of these folks we're teaching. In my yes. case, the, the little kids. Right, um, I'm not doing it. Right, we're just an instrument of, of, right. of God's word, and yep. so. Shame on me if I'm the one thinking, I'm the one opening their eyes, right. I'm the one opening their, right. uh, uh, opening their minds and their hearts to it, you know, again, yeah. which is the humbling aspect to it, right? Yeah. You know, just when you think, right. oh, yeah, I'm doing this. No, we're humbled uh, to be reminded that God is the one who's in control and That's he's right. the one, and we're depending on him to open the mm -hmm. eyes and the hearts and the minds of these littles that, mm -hmm. we're, that we're teaching. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's exactly right. I want to finish by asking the question, what is it that we gain by teaching? And, and a number of you mentioned this in the video, that you are the one who benefits. So in what ways do you benefit uh, personally in your own walk with God by being engaged in the process of teaching? So for me, my faith is strengthened. So in the preparation, and, and we're not teaching, you know, master's level, high level stuff, right? Yeah. So, you know, I'm not having to prepare you know, weeks and months in advance and write papers and so forth to teach these kids. But nonetheless, it still, it's, it, it still involves reading the Bible lesson yes. and, um, you know, and, and being prepared. And so every time that, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm preparing, 
you know, your, your faith is just strengthened in, in mm. what you're reading, just the That's reminders right. of these stories that, mm. you know, that the Bible is teaching uh, about, God's, about God's word. So my strength is, is uh, or my faith is strengthened. But uh, again, being able to watch the kids and just, as I mentioned in the, in the video, I can't tell you how many times I'm thinking these kids are not paying attention. They're, they're not. They're up looking over here. They're picking the stuff off the Velcro off the carpet. I'm thinking these kids are not listening. And then you know you come back a week later and hey, let's review. They've got it all. They've got it all down. It's thinking what? You know. So being able to witness just right. this setting into their minds and their hearts is just very. Uh, just humbling, seeing God at work through them That's uh, and, cool. and, and in their lives, knowing that, you know, we are instructing the next generation of, of, of Christian believers in this, in, you know, in this country, in this that's world. That's right. So. That's right. Wow. That's good. Tanya, you were going to say something. Uh, yeah, just I, the question was about what have I gained? Yes. Oh, a tremendous amount. I've gained um, a better faith walk. I've gained a much deeper knowledge of who God is mm. and a just a deeper love for Jesus and all that he's done in my life. Mm -hmm. And that drives a passion in me that makes me want to share that with the ladies that I uh, study with, as well as the children that I teach. It's, right. it's, um, so the benefit is to me. <laughs> and then I hope that my passion and desire comes through as I lead and guide others. Exactly. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, uh, the thought that came to mind was accountability. Mm. I mean, because even mm. though, as we share the a p positive experience, it is to to you know share with children or other yes. adults. I mean, sin. You know, I I don't feel like right. reading the Word every day. Mm. Um, but having the accountability of I need to be prepared. You know, and then the joy that comes from that. Mm. You know, and just a reminder, like, okay, I can't rely on my feelings. Yeah. Um, when you're involved in a regular teaching thing, the consistency of it drives you to a consistent walk in the Word, yes, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Randy, did you have anything you wanted to share there? Just, just a thought, too, that, that whether it be sixth grade boys or senior citizens, when you teach a class, somebody has a thought or a question that never occurred to me. Right. Right. And it's like the light bulb goes off, and I thought, wow, I've been studying this at least all week. And, right, you know, right. And, yeah. and that, that never even occurred to me. That, <clears throat> That's that, right. Uh, and we learned so much from those that we're teaching. Yes. It's just a blessing. That's right. Well, I'm glad you've joined us for this Sunday Sermon Epilogue, and I want to thank Jeanette and Randy and Tanya and Kevin for joining me today. Ezra, it says in Ezra 7.10, had set his heart to study the law of the Lord and to do it and to teach his statutes and rules in Israel. Here at East White Oak, we have these three vital signs that measure how well we're doing at being worshipers maturing in Christ. And they are um, <clears throat> rooted in scripture, growing in Christ and making disciples. And so this morning, uh, as we concluded Ezra chapter seven, I just wanna encourage you to consider well the responsibility and the joy that is there for you in teaching the word of God. May God bless your week. Glad you could join us.